Hello and welcome to South Carolina Spook Show. I am your creator and host, Blake Mosley, and for the whole month of October, I will be bringing you short stories of true crime and paranormal activity around the Palmetto State, leading up to the spookiest day of the year, Halloween. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you prefer so you can be notified whenever new episodes drop. You can follow the show on different social media pages like Facebook and Instagram. It's at South Carolina Spook Show and also on Twitter at SC Spook Show. You can send me episode suggestions or your own personal stories to scspookshow at gmail.com or shoot me a message on any of the social media sites that I mentioned before. You can check out my other podcast. It's called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. I do that with my good buddy James Cox. It's all about music and mental health. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. With all that out of the way, let's get into today's spooky short story. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following passages are titled The Georgetown Lighthouse and Annie of the Lighthouse from the book Legends and Lore of South Carolina by Sherman Carmichael. The Georgetown Lighthouse, also known as the North Island Lighthouse, stands 87 feet high. It is the oldest active lighthouse in the state of South Carolina, and since 1986 the light has remained on both day and night. The lighthouse is located on North Island on the northern side of the entrance to Winya Bay. The lighthouse is located about 12 and a half miles from Georgetown. As early as 1726, the members of Prince George Parish petitioned the establishment of an official port at Winya Bay. Georgetown was established in 1732. It is the third oldest port in South Carolina. At one time, Georgetown exported more rice than any other port in the world. As business at the Georgetown port increased, there became a need for a lighthouse to guide the merchant ships safely into the harbor and get them safely past the peninsula between Waccamaw River and the Atlantic Ocean. In 1789, a wealthy businessman, Paul Trapier, donated a piece of land for the lighthouse. In 1790, the federal government took over responsibility for all navigational aids. Due to politics, it was several years before Georgetown finally got its much-needed lighthouse. On February 28, 1795, the government bought a piece of land and released $5,000 for the construction of the lighthouse tower. More politics delayed construction until 1799. After two years of construction, the lighthouse was finally lit. The first tower was constructed with cypress wood for durability. It measured 72 feet high, and the tower base measured 26 feet across. The lantern was 6 feet in diameter. The beacon was fueled by whale oil. 
Weather could not be predicted accurately in those days, and furious storms would hit North Island unexpectedly with hurricane-force winds and pounding rain. The lighthouse survived only five years before the island was hit by a fierce storm that struck suddenly and, with devastating force, destroyed the lighthouse. In 1812, a new and more modern lighthouse was built. The tower was constructed with bricks and painted white. It also stood 72 feet high. During the Civil War, Confederate soldiers used the lighthouse as an observation post until it was captured by the Union Army in May of 1862. The lighthouse sustained heavy damage during the Civil War. Due to the extensive damage, it was rebuilt in 1867. The brick tower stands 80 feet tall, the base is 20 feet in diameter, and the walls are 6 inches thick. Several other buildings are located on the lighthouse property. The oil house, a cistern, and two-story house that served as the lighthouse keeper's residence. The lighthouse was manned by the U.S. Coast Guard until 1986, when it was automated. The lighthouse is equipped with a 3500 candle power light that is magnified through a fifth-order Fresnel lens. The light is visible over 20 miles away. The Georgetown Lighthouse is one of the oldest in the southeast and is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. It lives on as a monument to maritime history. The lighthouse built on North Island included living quarters for the lightkeeper and his daughter Annie. Annie took part in the day-to-day operation and upkeep of the lighthouse. Annie was in charge of maintaining their living quarters and preparing their meals. One day, with supplies running low, Annie and her father rowed across Winya Bay to the port of Georgetown. They always scheduled their trips with the tides to make sure they had enough time to get back to the lighthouse to light the lantern. Halfway through their trip, a strong wind came up from nowhere and giant waves covered the boat. As the boat began to sink, the lighthouse keeper tied Annie to his back. With nothing left to do, he tried to brave the treacherous waters. With the wind blowing and the waves pounding his every move, exhaustion finally won the battle. The lighthouse keeper woke up on the shore. Annie, still tied to his back, had drowned. Since the day of that tragic ending, many seafaring people have reported a young child suddenly appearing on the bows of their boats. This usually occurs on calm days. The young child is always pointing to the bay as if begging to return. This ghostly visit occurs just before an unexpected, violent storm hits. As the legend of Annie goes, those who refuse to heed her warning will end up in a watery grave. Hey, y'all, we did it. Happy Halloween. We made it through... 31 episodes, 31 minisodes. Uh, not much to those. They were pretty straightforward uh, and uh, and short, but I enjoyed doing them nonetheless. As you can tell, I used a lot from the book Legends and Lore of South Carolina by Sherman Carmichael. It's a wonderful book. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's actually a gift from my mom that she gave me, and uh, I utilized it tremendously for these episodes. So thank you to my mother uh, for doing that. Also, thank you to my wife for the idea to do something like this. I've really enjoyed it. It has been a task, I will admit, but a fun one. Nonetheless, I really enjoyed the research and, and the recording and the editing and being able to share all this with you guys. Thank you for sticking with me for 31 days and listening to me every day. Um, some of these I, I'm, I'm going to turn into full episodes. It's too interesting to limit to a, a, a few minutes. It's just it's too cool. I've, I've got to dive into these a little bit more. So if there are any from this month that you would like me to turn into full episodes, let me know. Give me uh, give me a review. Send me a message. Uh, leave a comment wherever you can. 
let me know. I, I'd love to turn any of these into full-blown episodes. So thank you again for sticking with me for this whole month. I hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. Make sure that you subscribe um, so you can uh, get more content like this as future episodes come out. Once again, thank you for listening. I am your creator and host, Blake Mosley, and this is South Carolina Spook Show. Y'all stay spooky and have a happy Halloween. isn't always easy. In fact, we all battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the thing that we can rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. The podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks, with host James and Blake, discusses the healing power of music. They interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and a lot more. On When Words Fail, Music Speaks, enjoy interviews and lively discussions about musicians and songs you know and love. This is a podcast any music lover will enjoy. Add When Words Fail, Music Speaks to your podcast playlist right now. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.